But why live in regret? You know, resenting each other because one didn't want to do this and the other one did or whatever the case may be, then you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up to either end that relationship or constantly be fighting over something that cannot be controlled anymore. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this this is The the Animal Show. Yeah, baby. Head over heels crew. <laughs> my name is Roger, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina. Who's this still laughing? Crew? But, We're all crew now? And we are the Head Over Heels Show. Yeah, we are. It's the best show on the podcast world, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. In a lot of people's opinion, actually. We're up 98% as of today. Are you kidding? 98%. Whoa. And a Thank couple you. and a couple week, weeks ago, we were the same thing. We actually were up like ninety three percent. So that's almost like two hundred percent. If I well, do math, yeah. if I carry the one. Thank you guys. Thank <laughs> you for listening. Thank you for having us between years every week and giving us a chance to express, you know, our who we are, our appreciation, and we are, and our experiences in life, and in turn, obviously, we're helping a lot of you out there who is, you know, taking our. Advice, whatever that may be. (laughs) We're learning along with us. And you know what? It kind of feels good because we're getting a lot of messages and a lot of thank yous and, you know, just great messages that we wake up to that make us feel great for the whole entire day. Absolutely. And and this is what the world's all about. We wanted to start this show because we wanted to have like-minded people in our life, the people that are having the same kind of life and living the same way that we are, which is kind, positive, and happy, loving, and basically growing together. So as Raj and I learn from you and we grow with you, we hope that you do the same, that you grow in your relationships, that you see that the beauty in your relationship as opposed to the other way, which is, you know, the negative aspect of it. Because in life, there's always going to be the negative and positive, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and this is the biggest partnership that you got into. You know, you could be a partner in a business, you can be in a partner in all kinds of stuff. And, you know, you can sell that business, you can leave the business, you can, the business could fail. But once that is gone, the business fails or whatever you sold it, in most cases, you're not a part of it anymore. But relationships, especially when there's kids involved and, and mutual families coming together and friends, you leave it and you're still part of it in some way. So if there's a way that you can make it work and make it fun and have fun doing it and love every minute of it, then might as well do it. Having a good relationship in your life, I think it 
text you and to venture everything else around you. You know what I mean? It's builds your confidence, builds your your um, career. Yeah, you have better relationships with others when you have a great relationship. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. I mean, if you have a great relationship with your spouse, with your partner, whoever you choose to have in your life, that will lead you to have better relationships than everything else you do in life. You know, that's saying they say you do one thing, you do everything the same way. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like if you have a great relationship with your partner or your spouse, you can have a great relationship with everything else in your life. Anyway, that's that's my spiel for today. <laughs> Before we go, do you, we didn't mention who the actual winner is of our uh, Father's Day giveaway. Yes. We told everybody we're going to do it on the Tuesday after Father's Day because that's when our show airs. But we forgot that we don't uh, record it the day that it airs. It's not live. So we didn't say the name, but we did say we're going to announce it. We did it on Instagram and you know all of our social media. And it was funny because I didn't recognize the person's name when we pulled it. But uh, it turns out that I went to high school with her. Yeah. I haven't seen this person in, well, since high school, essentially. That's awesome. Well, her name is Stacy, and she's from uh, Waterloo, Ontario, and she's going to get her <laughs> her giveaway. Congratulations, Stacy. We're very, very happy for you. And uh, yeah, we do these draws every month. Mm -hmm. Every month we have a giveaway. Keep listening. Keep tuning in, checking out our Instagram and our, our podcast, and you never know what we're going to be giving away next. Yeah, we're going to be getting some, uh, uh, what do you call it, swag? some head over heels swag and that kind of stuff. We can put some stuff together so that we can just do little regular giveaways. I mean, we like to show our appreciation for you listening or for you 98% that have joined us in the past week. Um, but, but do you realize that our give giveaways are getting better and bigger and better and bigger every time we do <laughs> There's more sponsors. There's more people out there that are actually reaching out to us and wanting to be part of that. Well, the more you do, the more you get. That's right. <laughs> so... Another way we want to show our appreciation to everybody was, like I said, we've been getting great messages from people thanking us, but we've also been getting some questions, questions from listeners that things that they're struggling with. You know, we try to keep our show about a half an hour, 40 minutes long. Sometimes it goes more. So we chose three questions that we're going to be addressing. We kept the last one for last because essentially that's something that everybody deals with in a relationship yeah it applies to every relationship so stay tuned it's a it's a good one it's a juicy one we'll explain that at the end and we'll, we know what we'll be very honest about that question because that's going to come mostly from us yeah. the experience that we've had for 24 years in our relationship that's how we deal with things right you know what i mean and it seems to be working for us so you know it doesn't work for you i mean we're, we're all different people but i think most of the the questions the way we answer them I mean, I think it'd be the the same answer across the board, no matter who you ask. Right. Maybe, maybe, but we'll answer in our own way, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, our, our own experience. the basis of the answers will be the same way across the board. Without further ado, do you want to go on with the first question? Right. Well, these questions all came from TikTok, believe it or not. Oh, before we, we have that, a huge... Before we do that, I want to say, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You were just going to say the same thing. Our TikTok is blowing up. We're almost at 40,000 followers and... For the record, if anybody... We are at 40,000 followers. There you go. So if anybody <laughs> wants to see me in a bikini, you can go do so on TikTok because we have a couple of those uh, funny videos on there. But we also, you know, we deal with... We do we do try and do funny stuff and we try and do relationship-based stuff. And, uh, you know, people are liking it, clearly, because it's... Uh, well, the reason why I love, I love TikTok is, is because it's so authentic, it's so organic, it's so creative. People, people are very creative on that app. 
And that's why it's the number one app across the social world because of the authenticity of that. People like our videos. Our videos are going viral because we're showcasing exactly who we are yeah. and what we do in our relationship. Obviously, a lot of people are relating to that. And again, we're attracting exactly who we are. We're attracting people that are like-minded people like us. So they're loving what we're showcasing. That's why we're at 40,000 followers. Before you know it. And growing. Yeah. Like quickly. Because we're at like 35,000 maybe a week ago. So yes, we love you. We appreciate you, TikTok. And for that, we want to answer the questions today from TikTok. First question came to me. We, I mean, we're not really experienced in this field, Raj and I, but this is something that I really wanted to help this person with. I mean, again, some people are anonymous. Some people would like to share their names, which is totally fine. We respect your, your privacy and we're going to keep it that way. These first two people in particular, they were anonymous. So I'm not going to mention their names. However, they are from TikTok. <laughs> so, TikTok and Instagram. And Instagram, that's right. So this one says, Hi, my husband and I married when we were 23. Very young and clueless about marriage and life in general. And been married for 25 years. From the beginnings, wow. we discussed that we didn't want to have children. Throughout our married life as a female, never got the urge to want to get pregnant or to even try to have kids. My husband brought up the, the subject, a very subtle and few conversation, but it was never a, a deep and thought out conversation. Nothing like, hey, we're getting old and I've changed my mind about kids, you know. But lately, we've had few more in-depth conversation where he openly mentions he would have loved to have had kids and he feels the void in our marriage and in his life. He doesn't blame me for not wanting to have children, but it's bothering him and he brings it up a few times. I am already in my premenopausal stage and wouldn't be able to, nor I want to get pregnant. I've asked him to think about adopting or surrogate options, but he doesn't want to do those options either. I don't know what to do. Hmm. Mm, there, you there you go. You know what? If I really think back, I could have been in the same boat because I remember our discussions about kids, I would have procrastinated. I didn't want to grow up. I didn't want to be... I actually remember you saying that to me. I don't know legit, if I want to grow up yet. Legit. That I, that's the way I explained it to you. As I said, I don't want to grow up. We were... You were 29 when we... Uh, yeah, you were 30. I was 26. Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've always been young at heart. I mean, you know, 47 and, I, and I, I don't feel it. I don't... But I know that if we wouldn't have talked about it a few other times after that, it wouldn't happen. But I know you wanted it. And of course I wanted it. I just wasn't ready, wasn't ready. But you're never ready for that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It's 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 really, really hard. We both knew. We both knew we wanted to have children, but we just didn't know when. When I had approached you four years after our marriage, you were hesitant, yes, but you knew what you wanted at that time. But let's get back to this question. Regrets are in everything, mm -hmm. okay? In everything you do in life, you're always going to have those regrets. Yeah, yeah. Not having kids is a tough one because it's not something you can just go and do now when you're, like she said, premenopausal. But every couple goes through regret in their relationship. Whether it's, I should have bought that house or I should have finished school or I should have started this business. Yeah. I should have had kids or I should have not had kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's always there in the back of your mind. What if... I would have had this. What if there's no point in dwelling on that stuff now? You are where you are, accept where you are. And if you want more, then go get more. doesn't matter what age you are. I mean, like I said, kids, it's a little tough to have kids when you get to a certain age. 
If it's, let's say, it's, I, I wish I would have bought that house. Go and buy that house. If well, I want to start that business, go and start that business. Well, like, that's what she's saying to him. She says, let's, let's adopt a surrogate. Yeah. But he doesn't want those options. No, so what do you say to that? Then be the best uncle or aunt you can ever be to, you, to your siblings. Right. I mean, yes, I get that. We have that in our life. As from my, our, my own experience, my sister was 50. She never wanted to have children ever. But every now and then she will come up to me and she will like, Look at my kids. She adores my children. I feel like they're her own children. But what she says to me every now and then is, like, sometimes I feel like I should have had children, you know? But it's very minimal. It's not everyday kind of regret. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's like a wave comes and goes to her. So from my own experience, as my sister doesn't, I would say it's normal. It's normal to regret every now and then having, Absolutely. you know, like us, we love our children to death. But every now and then I'm like, ah, oh, I could have just gotten a plane and left the country yeah. No responsibilities. No, you don't have to worry about my children. You know what I mean? Yeah. And think about, like you said, your sister's situation. Her life would be the way she, her life is now if she had kids. And she probably, if she were to take our kids for two weeks to, to babysit them, even though they're teenagers. She'd, she'd go crazy. Yeah, she'd pull her hair and she'd be like, oh, I'd never be able to do this. So, but that's again, because she didn't start with them. So when you yeah. start with the, you know, have, you know, kids when they're babies, you kind of grow with them. You kind of handle that stuff. But now she doesn't have. But why live in regret? You know, resenting each other because... One didn't want to do this and the other one did or whatever the, the, the case may be, then you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up to either end that relationship or constantly be fighting over something that cannot be controlled anymore. Right. You cannot do anything about it anymore. If you can, like she said, she's in premenopausal state. So I'm assuming that that means you can't have kids, right? Right. You can't have kids. So why is it an issue? You didn't have kids, then live your life. Reap the benefits of not having kids. You know what I mean? You can go on vacations whenever the heck you want. You can go out on a Friday night or Saturday night not having to worry about babysitters or anything like that. You know, you can sit there and chill on the couch and say, okay, I'm going to do this today and do nothing else. I'm just going to veg out. Kids are not going to come and say, cook me dinner and cook, do this yeah. and do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there's benefits to both. I mean. But what I would say to this person is if you have offered him to have surrogate or adoption and he's. Now he's refusing all those options. What I would say is really acknowledge your feelings and examine your regrets. Why are you regretting that decision? What is it now? What is the underlying that's coming up for you now that is making you realize that you want to have children? Is it? It's the what if that comes in your head. Right. You know what if, hey, you know what, years ago, I read an article, many years ago, I want to say 15 years ago, I read an article about this guy that was a massive drug dealer but never met anybody. Just did everything online and collected his money through Bitcoin of all things. What? And I sat there and I said, what the heck is Bitcoin? I read on Bitcoin and I didn't believe it. I was like, oh yeah, digital money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. That guy got arrested with like, I can't remember what he, they said. Some like $130 million in Bitcoin. Oh yeah, I remember that story actually. And now it would be worth like, I think they said 10 billion or something stupid. Jeez. Something ridiculous or 100 billion. I can't remember what the hell, mm -hmm. hell it was. Do I regret not looking further and maybe saying, hmm, maybe I should buy uh, 500 bucks of Bitcoin, which would be worth millions right now. Oh, tons. You know what I mean? Everybody regrets stuff. Everybody. So if you're going to sit there and dwell on it because I don't have that millions of dollars, I my life is over, then, you know, <laughs> you got to find something to fill yeah. that void. I think it's deeper than that. I think, like I said, you have to examine your regrets. What is it? Is it the idea of having... Uh, the kids that you really miss, or in other words, do you find yourself loving for longing for children in your everyday life? Well, if that's the case, there are options. Look, 
Just because if you adopt or you do surrogate, these are your babies. These are your children. You don't have children right now. You don't know what it feels. Trust me. I look at babies and I'm like, because I have kids now, babies are my babies. If there's anyone that needs a baby that needs a parent, I want to take that baby because I feel like I'm a mom. Yeah, I could be anybody's mom. Yeah. So if you're feeling the love of a parent to a child, then you shouldn't have to worry about the surrogate or the adoption. Fill that void. Mm. But if it's something more than that, if you're you know, longing for something more, then I would really examine those feelings and be honest to your wife about it. Let's say, look, this is where we are in oh, our yeah. marriage. Be brutally honest. Be vulnerable with your wife because she's feeling like I made a mistake. Maybe I didn't make a mistake. Like she's... She, well, you, you know, blame yourself. Let's say he wanted yeah. the kids. So she's blaming herself for ruining his life or not but giving him what he wants. Even though they both decided to have children yeah. together. Exactly. So you've decided, you've made that decision together all these years later. You have make that decision together now. Sit there and think, what would your life look like if you had a baby with a surrogate or, or, or an adoption? Or even there's other options as well. Like our friend's sister had, had that option. She did it, which was foster parents. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. You get to have the babies and you get to keep them till they find a home. And if you really want to keep those babies, then you fight and you go you adopt those babies. Mm -hmm. That's what my girlfriend's sister did. A little two babies. They're her own now. And she fought for three years till she got them because she fell in love with them. So there's many, many options. But what I feel in my heart of heart now and right now, listening to this question, is that his regrets are more than deeper than that. Okay? He needs to get to the bottom of his feelings and recognize yeah. he might be that, missing something just missing something and grasping at straws saying maybe it's the right. kids, maybe it's this maybe it's that you know what yeah there's many things you can if you don't want to go as far as adopting kids or surrogate all that stuff get a pet get a dog i know it's not the same as kids but they love the hell out of you or babysit your friends his kids your family's kids yeah. niece and nephews do it on a regular basis so yeah. i'm sure they would love it i wish i wish that your sister would sit there and say oh can i take your kids for a week I know she would love it. She would love it. She would love it for two days. Right. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Exactly. And then, then it would be over. So the best thing about being the best aunt or the best uncle in the world is that you get to give the kids back. You don't have to keep them. You get and to say, okay, I'm done. Take them. Listen, there's a lot of pros and cons in everything we do in life, but there's a lot of pros not having children. Mm. Take it from us. Like I said, you can jump on the plane anytime you want and go anywhere in the world. You have no responsibility. You could spend all your money on you and your wife if you want to. There are so many good things about not having children as well. Just because 50% of men don't have children. Did you know that? 50%? Yeah. There was a survey done to, in the male between age 25 to 40. 50% of male in that range don't have children. Yeah, you can maybe decide to have them after you're 40, which is fine, but... Listen, as hard as it might be to deal with regret, you know, of not having children, it's also important to realize that you still have a lot to offer the world, even without children. You know what I mean? After all, you know, giving life to children is a lot more than just giving birth. Absolutely. You can give a life to many children and be proud of it and be fulfilled. Mm. Uh, so I hope you answered your question. Yeah. And the, and the biggest thing is don't dwell on it. Don't dwell on what should have or could have it'll just lead to like depression or resentment and put a strain on a relationship enjoy what you have in front of you sit down and talk to, to your spouse and say listen i realize that yeah. we didn't have kids i realize that we didn't start that business or whatever it is and fix it Find, fill that void somehow what can we do to make us happy if it's kids like i said i mean obviously there's a point where you where it's done and you can't you can't have them then move on move on 
I can't buy that Bitcoin that I could have bought for pennies right. back in the day. You know, but if does that mean I shouldn't go out and buy some now? No, why not go out and buy some? Go out and invest, do whatever it is. Or don't, whatever you want. So what's the next one, my baby girl? Next one. Ah, okay. So this this is from TikTok. This young couple, again, anonymous, I can't say the name. This young couple, I've been together for five years, they're in their early 20s, so I guess they're high school sweetheart. Yeah. They broke up a few times, she says, but they got back together. They argue a lot. He, She feels like he's got anger issues because he will flip out and be really hard on himself. But then when they talk, their conversations are nice. However, she doesn't trust him. She says he talks to other women on socials and she has a hard time with that. She mm-hmm. goes, if he's loyal to me, why does he need to speak to other women on social? They were together young. If they're high school sweethearts, I know a few couples that are high school sweethearts and they have a lot of oats that they didn't get to sow. There's a lot of things that they didn't, they feel that they didn't get to do because they were with that person. Yeah. I think a huge discussion has to be done. But first off, she mentioned that he has anger issues and that he hurts himself and that kind of stuff. If he's abusive or in any way to you, hurting you verbally and all that stuff, then you really got to look at the relationship and see if it's something that is worth fighting for because nobody deserves to be abused. I agree. So just that, that put on the side, not saying that he's abusing her. I just wanted to make sure that that is out there for anybody who is dealing with that kind of situation. I don't want to sugarcoat anything. So if you're, if it is a, something that you're being physically hurt or mentally hurt very badly, deal with that by getting out of that relationship. But in this case, I grew up with a father that had anger issues and he would hurt himself. He never really hurt us other than yelling and that kind of stuff, but he tend to take it out on himself. I realized that those anger issues were how he felt about himself. He did not respect himself. He did not like where he is in life. He did not like anything that would set him off. It would be, I'm such an idiot. Words like that that would come out of his head. Right. My life is messed up or whatever. Underlying issues. I mean, these are issues that he needs to deal with. Yeah. Figure out what it is that's making him angry with his anger issues and find out why that is. I mean, you guys are young. Sounds like you're really young. and Plenty of time to fix this. You've been together since high school. So, I mean, Raj and I met when I was 20, he was 23. We kind of were young as well. We grew up together. So when you're that young in a relationship, you argue, who do you take it out on? That person, because that's all you have. You're the most comfortable with that person. Right, exactly. So, but if these issues are not getting resolved and they're continuous and they're over and over and over, then you both have to sit down and say, okay, think, why are we having these issues? Where are these issues coming from? Can we solve them? Yes. Okay, let's solve them. No, then let's figure out a way to move on because you're both really young mm-hmm. and you've had five years in, like you said in your message. So for the five years, if you've had recurring issues, same recurring issues, and I would look into figuring out why yeah. those yeah, those issues. If you want if you really love each other, like you said, and you want to stay together, then yeah, fix them. Both get some help. I know some cultures are difficult, you know, and we, some cultures are, are brought up to be, to not worry about the issues, to let your anger out and not fix it, not seek therapy, not seek help. Well, yeah, you don't need anybody. Though. Those are limiting beliefs that we all, a lot of us have growing up with mm-hmm. from different cultures. So we got to put that aside and say, okay, I'm hurting the person that I love the most. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Let's let me figure out why I'm doing this. And if something internal from your childhood, then Deal with it, but you can deal with it together if you really want to. One thing with anger issues, I've had them. 
passed down from my dad. You know, like I, I reacted the same way he did. I mean, not that I've ever done this, but anger management classes can help you. They can help you kind of fix your self-talk. And I never did anger management courses or anything like that, but we did do, you know, self-help kind of courses, stuff that make right. us deal with the way we think, the way we talk to ourselves, the way we view situations, the stories that we make up in our head about what's going on. Yep. So, and we have those resources for you. We're not going to mention them on the show, but we do have those resources yeah, for you. You can always reach out to us and we'll help you out in that case. In terms of, of this gentleman's issues of him, obviously, disrespecting himself and disrespecting you is, is he's got to find that way to start respecting himself, to start loving himself. Because if he doesn't, he's not going to be able to respect you or love you. Yes. So he's got to fi figure out stuff within and work on that to make sure that, because I mean, if you guys break up after five years, he's going to get into another relationship. He's going to be the same. He's not going to be any different. Which brings me to my second, the second part of the question that she has. She has trust, trust issues as she finds he speaks to other women on socials. And she feels like he's not being loyal and it really bothers her. Like for this question, I'm going to tell you right now, Raj and I have gone through that as well. When we were at the beginning of our relationship, the first few years, there was trust issue there because you know why? We were trying to get to know each other. We were trying to get to know our way of thinking. An example I'll give you, I remember one time walking in, I think it was about three, four years into our relationship, I caught Roger speaking to his ex-girlfriend on the phone. We lived about five, six hours away, so. Right, and yeah, she didn't live in the same town, she lived in a different town, but he was talking to her on the phone, and I was kind of shocked when I, when I saw that, because it's not something he does in front of me anyway, I, didn't, I wasn't aware that he spoke to his girlfriend like that. I did, it was just a, random, just a random phone call, I don't remember who called who. Right. But whatever it was. But, but cause it was a yeah. huge fight. Yeah, yeah. We, we, it was a huge fight. I remember we argued for, for a long time to the point that he wrote me, Roger wrote me an eight-page letter of how he felt. And I, in turn, wrote him back. But it wasn't just the issues about him talking to his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. It was about other issues that we had in our relationship that that argument led to other issues that we solved. Mm -hmm. And thank God for that because... There were so many things that you brought up in that letter that had nothing to do with your conversation with your ex, yeah. with the fight that we had. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, you felt all of these feelings about me? So the main thing there was the communication. Right. You know, we got into a fight. We weren't able to get our point across without somebody getting pissed off or insulted. So I just sat there and went in my head about it and decided to put it all on paper and give it to you. Old school. Write it on a piece of paper, both sides. I gave you what I thought. And why is that? Because a lot of times men don't have, don't have it in them to, to, to say what's on their mind in person, you know, or well, they're too proud to say it. Either that or they're too worried about the outcome of what I'm going to say. If I say something and the word comes out wrong or that it, it just doesn't sound the same in your ears, right. then, you know, the, the, the fight will get stronger or, you know, you'll rebuttal something that'll make me wrong and then I'll get, I'll get upset. So, you know, writing stuff down, giving, saying, here, read this. And not being in front of them while they read it. Let them read it. Let right. them read it with tears in their eyes and all that stuff. Well, that's exactly what's our case. Yeah. I read it when I was away from you that yeah. weekend. Right. And I bawled my eyes out and I couldn't believe the things I read in that letter. Well, that particular letter, it was after we had broke up and it was, well, I think that was the longest we've ever broke. Because we yeah. broke up a few times. But we, bro we broke up for like maybe two, three months, I think right. it was. No, that was for the longest time we broke up was for one month. And that was because was one of month? that. Okay. Yes. Felt like yeah. two or three. <laughs> No, but yeah, because the main lab? thing is, the main thing is, 
especially you guys, you're young, you're in your twenties, even if you're not discuss it with each other, talk to each other, find a way to grow together, find what your dreams are, where you want to be and find out where his are and where he wants to be and help each other get there. You're essentially a team. When you sit there and you drive by some of these big, beautiful homes or nice places or you know, people that own businesses and stuff like that, a lot of times they built that with their spouse. Absolutely, yes. They built it with the help and the guidance and the support of their spouse. Of course, sometimes people get in their head when they get successful and things end up breaking up later on. But if you grow together, you have a much, much better chance of succeeding in a long, long-term relationship and a fun one. Absolutely. So to, to, to this young couple, what I would say is, like Roger said, find what your values and your goals are. And if they're aligned together, then move forward. And if they're not aligned, if he's somewhere in his head and where he wants to be in life, if you are somewhere else, then this is, you got to come together now and talk about it now before you get deeper in there. And then if you're aligned, you're going to grow together. If not, then you're going to go a separate way. And listen, you're young. It might feel like it's the end of the world now, but looking back, our, our Issues that we had in our early 20s. They were non issues. They're non issues. They were non issues. They were non issues. Not saying that I'm taking that away from how you're feeling right now, because I know that's all you know. And those feelings are valid and you have every right to feel the way you're feeling. So, best way to do this is really communicate. Communicate. Don't fight. Communicate. Talk to each other respectfully, nicely, everything. I hope you answered your questions, honey. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is a short question. Yes, and this one here is not anonymous. It's from Alexandria. She is also from TikTok. And she says, how do you trust each other? Or how do you make it work as a couple without having trust issues? Jealousy and that kind of stuff. Which, like I said, this is something that every single couple deals with. I think we get that question about a million times, whether it's on our TikToks or Instagram or in person. People always ask us, how do you trust each other? If I'm out without her, how do you know he's not doing something wrong? How do you know, baby? Going back to the previous questions, we did have trust issues at the beginning of our relationship. Just like I said, I caught you talking to your ex-girlfriend on the phone and I was pissed. I was pissed off at that and we argued and we broke up. So yes, at the beginning of our relationship, it's different than it is at 20 years later. You know what I mean? Mm. So in every stage of your relationship, it gets better and better and better. And the more you get to know that person, and the more you communicate and the more you're vulnerable, the more you're honest, the less trust issue will have, okay? We got to know each other. At the beginning, it was hard because we were trying to get to know each other. So there's always going to be a trust issue here and there. Mm -hmm. But the more years go by, the more I see how loyal you are to me, to my family, to our children, the more I become honest to you, the more I become loyal to you. Mm -hmm. A lot of it comes from, like I said, some of these courses we did to, to help us with our self-talk and, and uh, the stories that we make up in our head. The main thing here is, again, communication. Communicate with each other. Talk about what's bothering you because what's bothering you is also your issue. It might not be my issue or her issue or his issue. It's your issue. So if you're jealous about actually... Years ago, I mean, 15, 20 years ago, if I was walking down the street with Nina and I, I see a hot looking girl and I looked, she wouldn't be happy. I remember one time she was upset because she found, you know, on my history that there was porn on my computer. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, and she was very, very, you, I remember you were very pissed and insulted about that. Like you were like, oh, I can't believe I'm right here. Why would you have to? It, it's not that. It's, you know, when I explained it to you, it wasn't the fact that the porn or whatever it was, or that I wanted something better. It was just something that is normal. It was normal for guys, even women to do that. It's yeah. normal for people to, to watch porn. It's normal for somebody to appreciate the way somebody looks or be attracted to somebody. So thinking back to that moment when I was so upset to see that, what was that for? What well, that was from me having issues with my thoughts, with, mm -hmm. with the stories I was telling in my head, okay? Had nothing to do with you watching porn. It was my stories in my Actually, head. Actually, what made it worse is you were pregnant right. with our first baby at the time. Yeah, that was 15 years ago. So exactly. you weren't feeling as sexy as you do or as confident. I was 200 pounds. <laughs> I was pregnant 200 pounds with, ch with child. But <laughs> those were the stories I was telling myself and that's what I was jealous. Yeah. It had nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. But did I know that then? No. Yeah. But now looking back, it's that. What about the, tell the story that at the club? Again, long, long time ago, the guy that gave me a peck on the lip and you lost it on me yeah. thinking, you know. But again, that was... Tell us stories, but that was in your insecurities, your own insecurities yeah. that brought to that. Don't you think? Yeah, well, somewhat, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I did not kiss him. The guy kissed me on the lips in front but of me. But she went back to say bye to him. So anyways, I wasn't going to be rude. I, I want to say goodbye. He was, I was hot. Yeah. I was insulted more about the situation or how you made me look at that time. So I was upset about that. But I wasn't necessarily upset that you looked or were attracted to somebody because... It's impossible not to be. Shit, I have a dog. I see another dog. I want to fucking pet it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean that I don't like my dog or I, you know, I, I want to get rid of my dog and I want to get a new dog. No, it's just, I appreciate when somebody looks good, I appreciate it. They want to be appreciated. That's why they dressed up so well. So, or, or took care of themselves, whatever the case may be. You got to understand. I mean, I get it. If somebody's sitting there on, let's say, social media nowadays, talking to, to girls and trying to connect like some sort of meetups, well, that's cheating. Yes. Cheating is a, is a totally different thing. Cheating yeah. is something that is doing this behind your back for the purpose of cheating. If you're on social doing something that is important to your business, whatever, then you got to let your spouse know about it. You have nothing to hide. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You you have the passcodes to my phone. I have the passcodes to your. Oh phone. yeah, there's nothing hidden between. There's you absolutely and nothing, and even sometimes if I and you do the same thing, if if somebody messages me on social media or something like that, flirting with me, and they say something, whatever, I'll turn I'll turn around and giggle about it. I'm like, oh look, look, somebody's trying to pick me up, you know, as a joke to you, and I'll I'll explain. And I do the same Nina. thing. I recently got uh, a dick pic for the first time <laughs> in my life. And I'm like, oh, look what I got. And I look, it no, you didn't show it to me. You told me about it. I didn't want to see it. I didn't really. <laughs> well, I was it. going to show it to you. Like, no. <laughs> what am I going to do? Rate it? <laughs> but it's funny. Like, I don't hide anything from you. But we were not always like this. At the beginning of our relationship, it was different than it is now. So what I would say to how we make it work, time. Time. Effort. Mm -hmm. Being loyal. Being honest. Being communicative to each other. Being brutally, brutally honest, mm -hmm. you know, that's one thing that we don't have an issue with that we never had, to be honest. But think of it this way too. You know, if I'm checking out a girl or if I'm, you know, liking something on Instagram, whatever it is, like I said, not to the point where I'm making, trying to make a date with somebody, but just this kind of stuff. If it would have upset Nina so, so much that I do this kind of stuff, I mean, I would either have to stop it or do it behind her back. Right. And wouldn't you rather I do it with you knowing than 
trying to do it behind your back. Absolutely. I was just going to say that too. I said, if there's, if there's something that you like, share it with your spouse. Say, look, I think this is beautiful. He, she, whatever. What do you think? And if it bothers them and you do it again, it bothers them, then you're going to have to stop or you're going to say, look, this is what I'm doing. It's not because I want to be with this person. I just admire the way they they look or whatever. Yeah. And nowadays, now if we're in a restaurant or, or at the gym, especially the gym, especially the gym we go to, I see somebody that, Looks great. I'll show Nina or Nina will come to me. I'll take a look at her. Look at how great she looks. You know what I mean? doesn't mean I'm going to walk over there and say, hey, my name is Roger. Uh, what are you doing Friday night? You know, like I'm just admiring. I wish I would tell my younger self, anybody that's listening that is young in their 20s or teens or 20s or 30s to honestly, there's nothing to be jealous about if you're honest with each other. Mm -hmm. If there's honesty, there's no jealousy, period. Period. And also own your own issues. If you were cheated on by your last six boyfriends, doesn't mean that this one's going to do it. Absolutely. Or yeah. if your last girlfriend left you without without saying a, a damn thing, it doesn't mean that she's going to do it this time. So don't right. put that. Well, I would find put, out why that is. If you got cheated on six times, I'd find out why that is. Well, maybe it <laughs> you know doesn't I mean? necessarily mean that it's his fault. It just no, means I that know. he picked the wrong people. I mean- don't put everybody in the same box just because they, you know, all men did this or all women do this. Don't do that because you're just setting yourself up for failure. Right. You're setting yourself up for arguments. You're setting yourself up for failed relationships. Why is this happening to me? And that kind of stuff. It's you're doing it to yourself. Own your shit, put it in the forefront, talk about it. And if it's something that bugs each other, then find a way to fix it. So to answer your question, Alexandria, we trust each other because we're brutally, brutally honest with each other. I mean, so honest to the point that we like, if he gains five pounds and he, I know he doesn't like it, I'll tell him like, you know what? You need to do a little more cardio this week. And he will do the same thing. If, That's how honest we are with each other. If Nina comes up to me and says, do these pants make me look fat? And it does. I'll say the pants have nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Good ass. It is true though. It's true. You got to be really honest with your partner in order for that trust to build. And you got to do it right away. The sooner you do it, the better in your relationship. A lot of us get into a relationship, we, you know, we get reserved, we hold back. We're like, you know, I'll be this way, this way. No, just be you. Be honest, be brutally honest who you are. And you're going to have an amazing relationship. Well, I really hope that we answered your questions. And I know that you're still going to be struggling with stuff until you actually resolve them yourself. So work on resolving them yourself. And anyone else out there that has any type of questions, you can... Obviously, come and see us on Instagram, which is Head Over Heels Show. TikTok, we're what? T.fam, T.underscore.fam. Or just go to visit our website, which is HOH.com. Head Over Heels Show. Oh, sorry. HOHshow.com or Head Over Heels Show.com. Sorry. Shoot us your questions. We'll be happy, happy to answer them. And I think we'll, we'll even make it a little trend where every couple months we'll do, um, you know, answering some questions from. Question uh, answers, yeah. yeah. And if you'd like to be anonymous, we respect that. And if you'd like, your name if you like a shout out, then tell us you yeah. want a shout out and call me this. Dungeon from Niagara. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you guys uh, can grow together, trust each other, and, you know, live a really fucking happy life. And as always, we wish you what we have. Yeah, baby. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff.
If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what we, what we have. We have.